0: we're back with the unfiltered with the heroes from the sky podcast and brett's back but jason's not here this time so last night jason was on now tonight we're we got brett and i tried getting hold of jason again but uh, he is mia so whatever he's doing he's doing so it's just me and you tonight so how are you feeling
1: i'm feeling really good really fucking good i ain't gonna lie and it's not because i've had like two or three beers it's because i'm actually feeling really good
0: that's always good, just naturally feeling good.
1: Well, all the chainsaws that I'm making for the year, they have been sold. So
0: so they're all done.
1: They are done. I'm retired after these. And Well, I got to make one for Chicago. I do have to do that. But all the ones in the wild for sale, done. They are done.
0: And uh, how do you feel about that?
1: I feel fucking awesome about it. Because I've been doing this shit since fucking January. I'm a little tired of it.
0: How many years do you think you've been building them now?
1: Um, God, uh, the channel started in like 2017, but I think a year before that, I think it was 2016 or around there, Wow! but you know, now it's down to a process. It's everything is the same except for small little details, you know, that kind of stuff or a specific look somebody wants, but yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's draining on me. But I'm on the last one, and I'm I'm super stoked. I actually have my checkoff list for the final four, and I actually finished that off tonight. I'm like, those are fucking done, woo! And you know, the last one's not put together, but like the big parts that need to be made, they're done. That's all right. Oh yeah, dude. And I sold my Ashy Slashy Hardware Store of flyer.
0: Would you get that for that?
1: I am not disclosing the amount, <laughs> but I did. Get what the last one back in uh, when was the auction 2017 2018?
0: Ah, uh, somewhere around there. Yep,
1: yeah, I got it for the price of uh, <laughs> the last one that was sold online, so I was happy with that. It's probably worth more now, but the buyer is a good guy, so I was. He hit me up immediately because he knew it wouldn't last long. He was like, Hit me up, he's like, This amount of money. I'm like, Yep, he goes, How about half now, half later? And he is, he is, he's a buyer if you're a builder or a prop builder of any sort or a collector, he is one that you want to work with. He is such a good dude. Um, but he said half now, half in a couple of weeks. I said, that works for me.
0: That's all right. Well, at least he's paying you know, some people that they, they want the prop. It just, they, it's money. They have to work for it. And then they, when they work for it, they have to be like, okay, well I can't give you it all right now. Cause I have bills to pay and stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, well, as I'll, long I'll as work they pay like that, I'll work with people who need to save and stuff like that. I have no problem with that. The, um, the first chainsaw from the final four, that guy could pay immediately, so I knew I had to get that one done first. And the same thing with the second one, and this third one that, that's done, um, just finished up the bar. He hit me up like a week ago, so he's going to do some kind of Comic Con. He's gonna, gonna pay me a week after that, and then uh, the fourth guy. He could pay immediately, but I'm like, I'm working on it. You know, I, he hit me up right after my videos. Um, I did a live on, I think it was the ghost meters and said, this guy had to back out certain person had to back out financial issues with the family. Uh, but what was cool is this, this guy, he's like, Hey, I was younger when I watched, started watching your channel. Now I'm an adult and I've always wanted to wear your chainsaws. Now I can pay for it. And I thought that was just fitting for the last one. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. So, I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it right now. Um, so this one's yours.
0: That's pretty awesome. I was yeah. also I was also gonna say uh, <laughs> on the podcast last night. It was kind of funny and fucked up and like I don't know the usual. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So
0: uh, uh, we were talking. All of a sudden, I was like glancing through videos th- on my YouTube and like I hadn't even like looked or anything. And all of a sudden, fucking Paris comes up, and I don't e- I-, I didn't even follow him. And I was like, oh, it says Paris Booyah Do-It-Yourself customs. All of a sudden I see your saw on fucking YouTube. I'm like, what? Whatever. Oh,
1: yeah, the one I revamped for him. Yeah. So I yeah, like he didn't he didn't know it. the history of that too much. Like he did. Like <clears throat> the body um was, was uh, repaired. The top is exactly the same as what he had before, but repaired. Like, that was my old personal one. Like, it was a season three look, but the top handle, I had to change it around for more of a season one look so it didn't, you know, look too funky. Um, I, I watched the video, so he didn't really understand that too much, which is understandable. But, yeah. No, it looks good, and I'm glad he's treating it with a lot of care. And I really did. I had to mat the fuck out of that. When I got that sucker out of the box, it was shiny as shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he must handle this motherfucker a lot and so that's why when he initially opened it he's like it almost has a different texture like yeah so it's it's durable because you use it a lot
0: (laughs) i was i joked that uh he should pull that fucking bar off and put a real bar on because yeah it's all it's almost sacrilegious and disrespectful to the beautiful piece of artwork that you made
1: you are you're not the first person who's told me that lately the only uh, reason I, know he's I say that on a chain for it, but somebody's like, he, he, I'm not gonna say who it was, but uh, non-disclosure. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, he needs to get rid of that fucking bar and put something better on it. I'm like, well, he's making a custom chain for it, you know. I just.
0: I, I do understand it's con uh for con friendly, but if you, when I was staring at it, the first thing I noticed as soon as I seen it on my TV is that it's cut crooked and there's yeah a,
1: it's got some wang <laughs> in it. You it's know, got a little wow little in, it and kind of it, it, in it. It's got a wow
0: in it that makes it, it depreciates the value of the saw itself. Like I you know the bar that you sent me. Like something like that if he if he put that on there it would make it look a hundred times better and he would probably be like wow this looks way fucking cooler sure it might be a little bit heavier but it actually has like sure it could like i said last night it could nick you and cut you and that kind of adds to the mystique of it being a chainsaw you know
1: yeah well you know you
0: you wouldn't have a piece of wood on the chainsaw as a bar
1: oh god no um like I, I don't do lightweight bars anymore because it, it ruins it. It affects my health, so it's I it's
0: hard on your respiratory.
1: Yeah, so I don't do it anymore. And I, I told him I didn't know he had this, but he was. I was like, dude, get a real chainsaw bar and then make a stencil and then do it. He goes, I do have a real one, so he there must be a miscut or something he did. Um, and the, the only problem is when you have a piece of wood, the best bet for a chain is like a bike chain. Yeah, if you want to be con safe. And he's like, well, I'm going to get a real chain. I'm going to cut all these barbs off, and certain barbs and stuff. And I'm like... I just, I just told him, don't overthink it. Just make it simple. It's for a con. You can take that bar off and then put a different one off for a display. Just do go that route. That's what that's what I would do.
0: You know what he could do is he could actually just put a normal bar on with a normal chain and do what I did and put the chain in a... And uh, put the bar and chain in a vise and fucking take a grinder and fucking grind them off and then file them smooth.
1: Well, I don't think he has access to a vice like if I'm referring back to his old videos nothing against you, Paris, but I remember your old videos you were, he was saying that that he made a video where he's like this is my bed slash my workplace and I don't, I don't think you want to be off chainsaw barbs you know, in your bed in the kitchen or in the kitchen or anywhere but um, I've done that a few times and that is miserable work that is so sucky I hate doing that. That's, that's another reason why I don't do Lightweight models <coughs> anymore. It's just pain in the ass, tedious stuff, don't like it. And I know I've been requested to make a bunch of them. I'm like, no, not going to happen. So, <clears throat> if ever the day came
0: around where, say, a production crew or Bruce Campbell Sam Remy or Rob Tapper were like, Hey, we want you to build the saw. Buddy who built the saw doesn't want to build them anymore. W- would you come out of retirement to do oh, that? Oh,
1: fucking A. That quick, yeah. Like, I'll, I like on this last deal with this one, um, we had a certain deal. I'm not going to disclose too much about it, but uh, <clears throat> I'm going to have three extra bodies. So if uh, if they're listening, just to let you know if you if they do decide to do another film, <clears throat> I will be available. So, just saying,
0: it would probably be for the best choice too. And they they could have some sort of. Uh, I was thinking, uh so if they do go the road to say, uh, you remember when Ash's chainsaw got destroyed and Ruby destroyed mm. it and threw it yeah. on the ground, and there was that big moment of, oh, it's fucking destroyed forever. What if there there could be a what if right? Because there's no saying that not that the Ghost Beaters didn't go there afterwards after Ash was gone and find it and they could have repaired it or made a better one or upgraded it. You know, they they like what do you think if that was the case? If they did take it and try repair it and make it look how it was, whatever the body was fucking crinkled and all that, so that it would have took a lot, but. Uh, if they were to bring it back and upgrade it for them, I wonder what they would have did for it. That's what well, I was, I it would have had.
1: Well, got to remember at the end of season three, it was very much like a you know like a sci-fi kind of world. So you would have had to have something that was kind of beat the shit, but at the same time. Has to have some kind of like new age technology with it. Nothing too crazy. Don't make, the, <clears throat> don't make, don't make the bar a lightsaber like every fucking person tries to make it because that is so. That was done in Sharknado, so you can it's
0: overrated. That yeah, exactly, overrated.
1: Yeah, and it's a horror movie, so you need the blood, guts, and gore at least, and that's part of the chainsaw. So that's what you get with it.
0: That's what makes the chainsaw so special. <laughs> yep. it, it's a bloody mess. Yep. So how was your Easter?
1: It was pretty good. We had a lot of food and kind of did nothing, really. Just kind of hung out. Kept Sound. it low-key kind of thing. I mean, you know, didn't do too much. Did stuff with the nieces and nephews. Got my, got my nephew a little uh, Ecto-1. Oh, that's loved. dope. Yeah, he likes... M- trucks and stuff it's like if you're gonna do it right you gotta do with the ecto one you can't screw around with anything else
0: have you ever seen the movie phantasm oh yeah so uh you know of the hemi Cuda or whatever the, the Cuda actually uh changes throughout the movies or whatever in the first one it's a 446 pack in the mm-hmm. second in the second one it's also a 446 pack but then it, it gets rolled and then in the third one somehow he turned it into a convertible which then it became a hemi cuda so in the first i'd say the first two were my favorite but technically i would like the hard top version with the hemi cuda uh or with the 426 hemi in the car but the the i would settle for the 446 pack with the four speed because that would be that would be a fun car too
1: yeah i think one of them survived um i don't remember correctly i think there might have been one in kentucky one of the surviving ones, because they did blow up one in one of the films.
0: Yeah, I believe it was in part two. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what I was saying about Phantasm, though. Oh, yeah, something about uh, the car. Uh, it had, uh, One of them I know had a 318 that they were trying to play off, like it was a Hemi Cuda. But, uh, yeah. same, same with Nash Bridge's car. Uh, it was a Cuda at the time that they were trying to say. It was like whatever, 426 Hemi car, but it was actually a 318. And I seen it it sold at Barrett Jackson for like some outrageous price. Wow.
1: I was like, wow,
0: fuck that thing's only got a fucking three eighteen in it. I was thinking sold for that. I can't remember the exact dollar, but if if a person goes and uh checks it out, it they'll be like, Wow, that car only has a fucking three eighteen. Those those uh the three eighteen itself, they weren't really fucking no powerhouse of a motor no, either. They, they were aren't. they were they were really actually rather gutless. Yeah. And uh for that to be the, the car for Nash Bridges, I was just thinking, wow, that's fucking that fuck no wonder it could barely keep up with a Cadillac.
1: Well I'll tell you what, the chainsaw I just sent off yesterday, that will be in the back seat of a 73 Oldsmobile four-door restored exactly like Ashes.
0: One thing I never understood was uh <clears throat> it's cool to have the Delta, but it, it's like uh, I don't really see the fascination about the two door ones because be- being that that's not accurate at all. Like, sure, well, that's
1: all you can find because what most they did of them in the early were 2000s, They took these four door granny cars. These, you know, same with the olds, and they took these the four fifty five rockets out of there and the trainees, and they crushed them. That's yeah, why they're I'll, still rare. Yeah, it's like I remember. I I don't even remember what Evil Dead site it was on Facebook, and some guy was trying to sell this uh Oldsmobile and like a few of us were like it's a two door what the fuck are you doing he's like yeah. come on man, come on come it's, on. The, it's, same it's, it's the same color it's got the same vinyl up. roof yeah I remember that yeah and I'm like no it is not good enough I'm, I'm not wasting my time to make an offer on something that doesn't have it like like right now if something comes up with a four door old I'm in the position where I can put a bid on something
0: the closest thing that I ever found was that seventy two and I showed you immediately
1: that green one
0: yeah it's like it was actually like a dark brownish was brownish it? brownish gold or whatever the fuck it was
1: yeah I yeah mean, it, I,
0: it kind of looked green, it was like a fucking dark brownish goldish green. But, yeah. like, the, the only difference was it, the front, the, the headlights, they kind of pointed out. I noticed that. That was slightly different. And then the taillights, they're slightly different, too. They go up and down instead of left and yeah, right. Yeah, there's
1: not a lot of differences. You could take the 72 and make it a 73. It wouldn't be a problem, but the title would be a 72. You know, it's one of those things where you know. It's almost like building a chainsaw out of a Super 2. You know it's a Super 2, but it looks like a Homelite XL, but still it's a Super 2.
0: Exactly. It just, it kind of defeats the purpose.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, this guy, he has a fully restored 73 four door and, uh, worked out a really good deal with him, you know, made him happy, made me happy. So, um, he's like, he goes to shows with it and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I got an autograph autographed. He has a flat tops autograph because I'm tired of bringing that out. I need something else. And I'm like, I'm your guy. So <laughs> You know, I got one sitting right here. Yeah. And it's been sitting here since, like, I finished it beginning of February. And that one, it has, like, I you know, the, the Final Four has the Rob motor pieces in there. Um, but this one has the Rob grill, and it has uh, the Rob tanks on it. It was the last one I ever had, like, decent Rob tanks. You know, the oil and gas before I actually had to remake them. Oh, yeah you know, it's kind of a trade off. It's like one gets this one. The other one gets it. The other four get these ones. And this one has this one. So, but it has like a, uh, like I had a cast or a mold of a home light motor. That's what I would use. And it looks just like a home light motor inside of it, but it's super streamlined thin, the strongest steel kind of deal. But after, right after that one, I broke my mold.
0: You know what I was thinking? I was thinking hmm. that, uh, you know how you have all the schematics for the saw and like your. Yep. S- I'd, honestly, I honestly, like I, I was thinking about it. Like I know you're gonna quit and you want to just kind of like be done with that, but yeah. honestly, honest to God, you should never get rid of those ever. No, to no-, no, to nobody. The
1: schematics, not everything that I got. Um, all my stencils and stuff.
0: And all, and all of it. You should put it in a file folder. Keep it as a fucking thing, and like literally, fucking. Keep that to yourself. Don't ever fucking, I don't, I don't want to see you sell it to someone that no, will be like, no, that, that will hold here. on to, to, like, I could just picture it now. If if you went and you sold the schematics that you fucking sat and learned from all that stuff after you're like, hey, I'm done. You guys can build them now. All that shit would go to one person. That one person be like, hey, it's mine. Nobody can fucking have it. And well, then fucking, and, oh well, yeah, keep, what, you can
1: go on. Well, here's what's funny about it. Is when I finally, I think Doug Johnson has his chainsaw, <clears throat> and I, I would say that was the one before I was able to get parts and stuff where I nailed every measurement. And I took a uh, took a you know that sketch, but uh, I traced out the top handle, and then I got a rob top handle, which that's what you see in the early chainsaws and stuff, and you know yeah. that's accurate Dash for Civil Dead. Did the same thing with that one; it matched up a hundred percent.
0: See, yeah, like, all like, that stuff, boom. that's too important to, like, even, like, you might be retiring it, but like I said, you literally should, you should take all the stuff that, all, put it on a piece of paper. I even told Jason, too, all those fucking, uh, those reference photos that he saved and fucking had to, like, watch and look from, like, the Army of Darkness saw and, like, all those different saws, like, all those pictures, those are fucking hard to find now. On the yeah. internet, and those pictures—it's a, it's a they, lot of
1: research of watching it, and then like you're, you know, literally taking your phone while it's playing and hitting shutter, just taking tons of photos. Exactly, like all those fucking
0: all those screenshots—they should be printed out too, like for reference. You know, oh
1: yeah, you want to see Chris Pollock's shop? Yeah, his his Photoshop looks like, uh like uh when what's his nuts? Charlie Day was in the mailroom. And fucking it's always sunny looking for uh, some dude who didn't exist because he has photos of like Evil Dead 2 everywhere in his shop. It's insane how many he has. Like all mine are on my phone or they're filed away. Like I have a box of everything like which chainsaw bar to get, which chain to get, which nuts and bolts to get, uh, stencils of tops, you name it. I got it just all in a box.
0: Because I see a lot of people that they are building them. They're they're building a lot of the stuff incorrect. Like me and me and uh, Jason, we were talking about Buddy and his fancy fucking three D printed chainsaw.
1: Well, they are. Well, the, well, some people are. Uh, that not one everybody. That's... Not everybody is like. There's one guy who's building a three D printed chainsaw, who's done a really good job. I I really can't talk about too much about it, but he is the closest I've ever seen to do it. And I, I, worked on it with him a bit working on the details, but I mean, other I can't that, remember
0: whose it was. There was like a lip at the back by the exhaust that Jason pointed out right away. He's like, yeah, that part's actually not there. It would have been fucking whatever cut off. Oh, the 3d printer actually printed it out and he, uh, he noticed that right away. I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy that your eye just kind of like spotted some, a detail like that that you noticed immediately.
1: Yeah. There's, yeah, there's one guy I worked with on the 3d printed deal. Like I said, I can't talk too much about it. It, and it wasn't meant to be super, super in detail. Right. Yeah. Um, but I can't talk about it right now. I can, in about a month I probably can, but right now I can't. But I worked with him on this and, you know, there were certain details was left out because of what it was the use of what it was for. um, That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but when it comes down to it, somebody really just needs to take a home light and scan the shit out of that. You know, the proper one, scan the piss out of it. And that's the only real way you're really (laughs) going to get it.
0: To be honest. To be honest, now one of your saws or one of Jason's saws would be the fucking closest thing that you could three D print that would be as accurate as it they could be, become. Because well, other people that are missing like key details that are actually just making the saw with what they have, they're mi- missing key components, and those yeah. aren't the ones that should be scanned.
1: Well, it well here's the problem when it comes to like somebody asked me about. 3d printing the bodies afterwards and it's not cost effective for like somebody like me or even jason Well, maybe jason i don't know it depends on how far he wants to go but what i've learned so far with this guy i've been talking about with 3d printing (coughs) is just that one side housing you know the main housing that's like four different parts and you have to glue them all together and then you have to smooth that with middle put and stuff and then the other side pull court side it's still like another two other pieces you gotta work together and you know smooth out you're basically building the body and you, you gotta think of the price of the chance that you're selling then you gotta pop that on top of that before you even get starting the major build. It's like no I am I'm not hopping on I'm not hopping down that road. I'd rather just like, you know, maybe in the future if I find like one or two home lights and then pop them out but I really doubt I'll ever do that.
0: You're just so sick of them that you're just like, I'm done, done.
1: Oh, I've well this year <laughs> after after the one for Chicago, I've done seven this year. Holy fuck! Yeah, I was hoping to be on the Evil Dead One Dagger by this time, but uh, nope, it didn't happen. But I met a lot of good people um, selling, you know, selling these to a lot of really good sellers or buyers. who are really honest and. Um, have the love for Evil Dead. I would say that. And appreciate the product.
0: Yeah, the Evil Dead's a fucking fascinating fucking creature of a thing.
1: Well, it's the best horror movie weapon of all time. I think it's above Fray's Glove, honestly.
0: Ash Williams is probably the most badass fucking character that ever graced the horror screens.
1: Well, he's like, well, look at horror movies. The only real survivor that is, you know, in the major ones is, you know, a female lead, right? Yeah, the final like the hero. He's like the in horror movie in horror movie history. He's really in the big names, the only male like hero. When you think about it, Because you got Laurie from Halloween, and you know, when it comes to Freddy, is usually you know a female survivor on that one. But Ash is like,
0: he's the final girl guy.
1: Well, he's well, if you look at horror movies, everybody really talks about like Freddy Jason and you know, all the killers. But Freddy or not Freddy, but sorry, Ash, he takes the role of both. He's known as the, the survivor and the, like the main guy of the trilogy and he's not the killer.
0: No. Exactly. And what he is is he, he's the final dude, the original final dude. And uh what that implies to him was that he's pretty much plays the role of the final girl. He fucking, he's the good hearted spirit that would help someone or, you know, like stuff like that. And, uh, it, it's kind of ironic because his name's Ashley, which is prominently a girl's name. Right. Uh, he, I think that's where it plays off of why his character is so special is because technically, uh, his name is Ashley, which is a girl's name, but he's a guy. So, right there, the guy with the girl's name is the fucking final dude, right, or whatever, like I don't know exactly yeah. the proper terminology, but i I think uh they could have just as easily had the main character or the survivor of that movie to be Cheryl, or like you know like one yeah. like. But they chose to be Bruce because he was Sam Raimi's friend, and I, it it was probably like well, uh, and
1: Sam Raimi liked the character Ash, that's why he brought back an Evil Dead too. He liked he, the car- character Ash.
0: He probably was trying to think of something original, and what what was original at that time was a male being the survivor in a horror movie. So technically, he he probably spun out one of the most original ideas, and then not only that, but he Ash technically whatever they. They carried it on that it the part two was a loose remake of the first movie and yada yada fucking.
1: Well, they had he- well they had a first script for Evil Dead Two which Scott Spiegel helped write and I don't think Sam helped write that one if I remember right and Sam didn't like it because it was based in the city and things like that and Sam wanted it back in the cabin because Sam's actual original idea was for him to cut his hand off and get a chainsaw hand and everything like Evil Dead Two was what he wanted Evil Dead One to be.
0: The Evil Dead 2 was originally going to be called the uh, Evil Dead 2 and versus the Army of Darkness. Yeah, and I I seen an old poster for this, and there was a picture of Bruce, and he had both hands, and he had a chainsaw in the poster, and stuff like this, and it was like an original concept that they were going to do in Evil Dead 2, yeah. but they they originally scrapped it because of budgetary issues, and uh, not then, right. which which became Evil Dead 2. Which then became fucking uh, army of darkness. So it was kind of like uh, uh, we were talking about this last night. How uh, Fady Alvarez is a fucking idiot because uh, (laughs) (laughs) seriously, we we all of a sudden the remake came up, and then I was thinking, you know what, Fady Alvarez is a fucking idiot. I said, you know why he's a fucking idiot? Because uh, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Rob Tappert said here you can remake the evil dead and then uh, i was like i went on to say that uh after they bestowed that like uh, honor upon him he went on to fucking uh completely fucking butcher it by wanting to make it his own right <clears throat> and what well, he that's sh-
1: where that's where all these films get wrong is they want to you know i, I, I wanna put my twist on it i have said this before on the, on the podcast to where when it comes to a franchise, you got you get to look at it this way. When you have a movie that's so good, you got to look at it as like a super stew. You know, there's that one recipe that works so fucking well. And you can, you know, take that recipe and you can change it around a little bit. As long as you keep the main components the same. Fetty just said, fuck it, you know, I'm going to put my twist on this. It's like you're trying to make something hot and spicy. He made it fucking uh, sweet and sour.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, it, it was too off base from what it should have been. So, you know, any, any kind of remake is kind of like that. It's like, once, once you hear that, it's like, well, I'm going to put my twist on it. It's like, well, you're going to fuck it up. So,
0: okay. So, uh, what I was saying was, is that fucking, uh, Fede Alvarez is a fucking idiot because they fucking, they said, okay, w- w- they trusted him, right? They're like, Hey, you, you're going to make us a, another evil dead movie. And we want it to be scary. Right. So that's kind of what they wanted, right? Like the base fucking so this filmmaker is like, okay, I'm gonna make it scary. But what he did was he failed to add the things that made the movie Evil Dead. Yeah. And and so I agree. Uh, so I what I uh they, they originally the plan was with the Evil Dead remake, two thousand thirteen. The, the the original plan was uh they were gonna make Evil Dead and that was supposed to like uh, let everybody kind of be like, oh, dip their toes back into Evil Dead. They're like, wow, yeah, yeah, I remember those Evil Dead movies. And then they would have bought all the Evil Dead, or the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness all over again. People would be like, oh, wow, cool. And then all of a sudden they, w- they were thinking they were going to release Army of Darkness 2. That was the original concept. They were going right. to do Evil Dead, Army of Darkness 2, and then they were going to do a- another movie that would have joined those two movies together. And it was supposed to be like some fucking crossover remake, uh, yeah. Army of Darkness movie with Ash and Mia.
1: Well, but oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, oh, sorry about that. Uh, what I was gonna say was, uh, so they, they originally trusted Fade to whatever do this, right? And what he did was he made his movie version of Evil Dead where he added like, uh, all the characters had the eyes of the exorcist. Uh, they did things like the, it, they did in the exorcist. Uh, I believe the movie itself failed because if they, they, it could have succeeded in a lot more ways and it didn't because of the, the choices he made. Like uh, for example, uh, if all those same kids uh, like from the remake showed up at the cabin, that was the exact same as we've seen it when Ash left it, like, you know what I mean? Like Uh that was the cabin that they found, like the stuff inside was still the same, you know, like the, the trap door was still in the same spot and the deer head was on the wall and the mirror, like everything is the same. If they had that concept of those kids going into that cabin as different characters. Okay. Then it might've been okay. The same universe. But when he goes off and he, uh, Fade Alvarez, once again, he's a fucking idiot because he wants to go off and say that this is the same universe. Well, if that was the case, then everything in the fucking cabin would be exactly the same. With, right. like, like it was in Ash versus Evil Dead, which it's not. So th- that, that would all have to mean that it would be an alternate universe, right, uh, mm-hmm. in a different time. Like, like there there's so many different factors because evil dead also uh plays on the uh concept of time travel right yeah so uh he fucked up because what happened was he made this movie without the key elements like the white eyes and the, the humor and uh the more copious amounts of blood and like Like they could have did so much more in the remake that could have made the movie more enjoyable and like that it could have made like actually pushed for a sequel because that's what they were gonna do. They were gonna make a sequel. Yeah. And and then uh what happened was that fizzled out because Fade wanted to make Don't Breathe. And then Mm -hmm. don't Don't Breathe. He's like, Well, I wanna instead of doing Evil Dead 2, which uh Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert and Bruce Campbell actually wanted him to do. Uh, he was like, uh, he didn't kind of write the script for part two, or maybe he did, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, he didn't whatever, he didn't produce it to them. And it never came to fruition. And mm-hmm. so what happened was uh, us fans were actually robbed of Army of Darkness 2 with Bruce Campbell as a whole movie. And we were also robbed of an Evil Dead 2 remake that would that could have been Better if they would have kept the white eyes and the same cabin and the same book, but well,
1: uh, well, I have to interject a little bit about that. I, th- I think I think the way things happened worked out better because they were going to make *Onyx* too, but they were all sitting around talking about writing, and that's why they came up with the series because there was too many stories they wanted to do. That's so why we technically, and you got to admit all the time that we have with Ash, yeah, it's not you know, it's not. Some of the episodes weren't great, but still we had more Ash Williams. But uh, talking about Fetty and the Evil Dead, I'll I'll break it down on how it failed and what he did. Okay, so, and what was good and what was bad? The new story of her being addicted to drugs. Great fucking story. I really like that. Um,
0: It could have worked a lot better.
1: Yeah, it could have worked a lot better. They reheated a lot of shit from the original Evil Dead, like the vines and, you know, the road being taken out. They reheated that. Okay, so it, so there, this is a remake.
0: It was a carbon copy in many ways. Yeah. Yes.
1: But what they missed out on is a few opportunities. Uh, when it comes to the book, it's understandable there might have been a copyright thing. I am not going to get into the book. Just, you know, could have been that. Um, but, the dead eyed eyes and how the dead eyes acted. You know, it could have been better um, when it, when they went to, they would try to do some realism with her cutting her hand off with a bread knife, you know, electric bread knife. Cool. But shooting a plastic gas can, no, that doesn't work. Um, you know, so you're you're losing the realism a little bit. The whole resurrecting her with a fucking car battery. <laughs> no, that's fucking stupid as shit. And the that plastic bag
0: over the head that's in the book.
1: Yeah, that was fucking dumb as fuck. I, that just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, fuck, I'm missing something here that I'm trying to think about. Um, later, how Fetty said it was part of the, you know, it was that right after Evil Day 1 bullshit because the work shed was in a different spot and nothing was mentioned. Now, there was dead bodies in the fucking cabin for fuck's sake um and the last thing they really really fucked up on is they could have had a dagger in that and it would have made it actually better if they would have fucking associated a Kandarian dagger of whatever they want to design with killing the deadites that would have made it so much better because like if they stabbed <laughs> a deadite in the back and all of a sudden they start smoking and shit and doing the you know, spit in the milk and the cod cheese come out of the neck. Yeah, I'd have been like, okay, yeah, that's recall back. Yes, it's fan service, but yet they took the road out and they so, did the mine scene.
0: So for example, like the story and everything, I'm not gonna shit on it too bad because you know what? it had moments that could have made it like it it was okay at best, you know, like
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it was a good horror movie. It was a good horror movie. But I don't put it in the same category as Evil Dead One or Evil Dead Two. I just no. do not do that. It,
0: it's exactly like you said, a remake. But what I was going on about why Fed, Fed was an idiot is because he squandered this idea of possibly making whatever the actual Evil Dead Four movie, you know, and like, yeah. like uh, Evil Dead Two, and then like a trilogy to the remake. And like he, he what happened was he fucked up. He made he ended up making. Don't breathe. He and, don't, then, and that
1: was a good movie. Yeah, He's, don't, good, he's really good at original horror shit. Look so at he, Chainsaw Massacre and that mediocre fucking, you know, um, crowd response from it. He's not good at remaking anything. They need to stop hiring him to remake shit. Let him do original horror shit. He's great at it. This on remaking anything or continuing a storyline, leave him the fuck out. Exactly. That, uh, he but just, he just doesn't do it justice. He's he's just he doesn't get it. So
0: my point being, by him being a fuck up, uh, what happened was uh, he he kind of deprived the mm-hmm. audience of uh, an actual sequel with Mia, to because that was supposed to happen. But because uh, whatever shit being told that actually fizzled out and that actually became. Evil Dead Rise, right? Because yeah, well, there was that. They're scene like, okay, that posted, done with this. We script, need someone else doing it now. She was supposed now. to
1: explode or something, you know, yeah. which would have been cool. I, I, I would have agreed on that, on that ending, or the ending where she got into the truck and like went full dead eyed on the guy.
0: You know what? The ending where it's very similar to the uh one from the first movie would have been cool because then the force would have just uh ended up taking her to a tree and it would have just went. <laughs> and she would just yeah. exploded
1: yeah i'm cool with that i'm cool with that where like you don't go full evil dead evil fucking the evil dead yeah no survivors you know let's go that route
0: that see that could have been a completely different movie like to be honest i just feel like he fucked it all up by not making the eyes white and everything in the cabin yeah. not being exactly the same well, it was it,
1: predictable. It was so predictable because anytime somebody turned into a deadite, either a page would flip and you hear a door fucking slamming like, "All right, so I'm going to have it here."
0: Yeah, there was no like excitement to it. There ha- like Yeah. The original Evil Dead, it had long drawn-out silences when you did- and when they'd be looking around. And then it just Yeah, it
1: was at each deadite had, you know, I'm not saying they didn't have different aspects to them, but it was you know, you had Mia who kind of fucked with people right yeah but then you had the other ones who were just like straight trying to kill which is cool I get that I really like I do like the fact that his friend I forgot the nerdy friend who actually started it all Eric um, he got his ass kicked like Scotty Scotty got his ass kicked the whole time and he did too so I do like that like he was probably my favorite character from that film even though he was a dick and such a fucking idiot But he got the (laughs) shit kicked out of me. I do like that. I don't like the room full of water. That was weird. But, you know, it's supposed to be like a well. Who goes in like, that room, like, dips a cup in the water, like, hey, we're good to go on sipping on some Kool-Aid, son. Yeah, it's (laughs) non-potable.
0: Right. So, like, the whole point of me bringing that up was that, Uh, By him fucking up and kind of deciding to do uh, Don't Breathe 2 or whatever, he actually chose, okay, well, I don't want to do The Evil Dead anymore. Oh, Don't
1: Breathe 2 is a fucking turd of a movie.
0: Exactly. And so uh, he ended up going to make that movie instead of going on to make Evil Dead 2 again. So then they opted out. Don't
1: Breathe 1 is good, but Don't Breathe 2 is terrible because he tried to make that person a fucking hero in the second fucking film.
0: So who knows? Maybe it's a blessing and a curse that he did that because uh, maybe where his direction of the Evil Dead was going, it isn't where it was good. It would have been good. So they were just like, "Fuck this! We're gonna just make Ash for the Evil Dead." The show this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and yeah. then they they made it, and now they're like, "Fuck!" There's still people still want the Evil Dead, so now they kind of want to show what it could have been. So now I feel like maybe this time. With this Beth character, because it it really focuses on Beth in this uh like, and that's the whatever younger sister that's watching mm-hmm. the mo- the mother. So it's just like th- the way they prominently say Beth. I would so su- I would imagine she would be the one fighting through this or whatever you know, like trying to like survive through it at the very least, right? So fucking uh. That, well, b- that being said. This movie is probably like what they're thinking of doing with the last movie with the the concept and elements from Ash vs. Evil Dead, like, but in a more scary tone, possibly. And- oh,
1: dude. I got my HBO Max like revved up, ready to go when that comes out.
0: I- the only thing it, it, apparently it's supposed to be coming out fairly soon, too. I've been reading yeah. reports that it's already been filmed and it's already ready to go. And well, like, fuck, and I, will I, tell you I this, haven't though. seen a trailer or a poster or nothing for it, no legitimate, real nothing.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, like, I will tell you this about Fetty and uh, um, what's the movie we're talking about?
0: Uh, Evil Dead Rise,
1: no, not Evil Dead Rise, but the one, the blind guy in the house.
0: Oh, uh, don't Breathe.
1: Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Two is a turd. I'll say that right now. But don't breathe. One is amazing. But the guy who played as the main, you know, the blind guy.
0: Yeah, he,
1: he was in Tombstone. Oh,
0: interesting. That's he an was interesting remember the fact. drunk
1: cowboy where he's like, "We don't like law around here, out, that Yeah. Guy, he is such a method actor. On the set of Tombstone, he was drunk the whole time because that character was drunk the whole time. He is such a good actor. I can't remember his name. He was an avatar. But anything with him is usually really good. But that Don't Breathe, too. It's like, fuck this. This like He's supposed to just keep him like a bad guy. But he's a good guy, but a bad guy? Don't like justify him as a good guy. That's why the second one sucks so God damn, gosh damn bad.
0: Yeah, his name's Steven Lang, to be honest.
1: <laughs> like that first one, Don't Breathe? Oh my gosh, that was well, so good. He was a bad guy. well well, he was a good guy but he was a bad guy because people were breaking into his house but he's just like now you're in my game son you know he was like a blind version of Saul
0: but technically he was a bad guy too because he had the girl in the basement that he was like artificially inseminating and like raping and kidnapping
1: that is true yeah he did some fucked up shit
0: he was a rapist
1: yeah he did some real fucked up shit yup but yeah that, that actor is amazing in anything he fucking does Except for Del two. yeah, <laughs>
0: that was a piece <laughs> of shit.
1: I love him in Tombstone because I just hated him the whole time. We don't like law around here, Lyle dog. <laughs> it was like, mm.
0: oh, what the fuck a movie that I used to like? It was with Clint Eastwood. It was, uh, oh, what the fuck? Oh man, I can't even remember the name of it right oh, now. Oh,
1: dude, you know I live where they filmed Unforgiven. The yeah, Unforgiven. I have a video coming out on breast Gravy chainsaws in another month because Chris is excited about this because they filmed Thunderbolt and Lightfoot here. Oh yeah, and like the bus station from the film is looks exactly the same as it was. As it was, the houses we have the bridge here from the Untouchables, bunch of shit, and he's like, "You're gonna show me all this stuff, man." I'm like, "All right, no problem, we can do that."
0: That's sick. Fuck. Guess what? I have all the stuff that's filmed and "Out for Blood" at my house. <laughs> oh, I know you got that. Yeah, uh, the the infamous shed is in my backyard.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta worries. you gotta you're, you should put that video out on YouTube for people to watch.
0: Man, I noticed someone has it out there. If you type it in on fucking uh, Google and type oh, really? in "Out for Blood 2018," and it, if you find it, where my poster pops up. If you click on videos, someone fucking bootlegged it. Bootlegged you, man. They bootlegged well, it on Facebook, so you, it, somehow the, it's on Facebook, and you well, can watch. You can, can see watch how many both people parts. viewed
1: it, and then making out for blood too.
0: Qu- actually, quite a few people viewed it. There's like 3,200 views or something like that. There like, you wow. go,
1: making out for blood too. Uh,
0: there's already people ripping me off right now.
1: <laughs> gonna... That's pretty cool.
0: I was thinking about making it out for Blood too, but I if I did want to do that, I'd actually want to make it, like, special. You know, yeah. like, I'd actually want to involve, like, you and Jason and, like, fucking everybody that I know that's on Facebook and stuff like that, you know, like, make it actually something, because I was thinking the first one is, like, huh, to be honest, it's, it it takes uh, suit in Evil Dead as being called a failed melodrama because that's what it was. I was trying to make it a serious film that's kind of, like, it it fails at that, but and then it becomes kind of campy and like, uh, cult. It, oh,
1: it, make make a new one. Make it like a seventies, like drive through style. You know, like a grindhouse, like Hobo with a Shotgun. Great Canadian film. If you have not watched Hobo with a Shotgun, <laughs> I, ha- love I actually that have that fucking fucking movie. Ricky's, Ricky Ricky gets killed happy. in that
0: movie. Ricky gets killed right at the beginning. Yeah. I'm a hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> so if I ever make, like I, I have written like a concept for out for blood too. And it, it's kind of like crazy because, uh, so in out for blood 2, Philip Graves, he like, he is more of a monster than he is a man. now. like he's evolved from being a monster from being a, like a, a man, like a monster, like a, you know what I mean like he's like, he's, yeah, beca- yeah,
1: he's there, be- yeah there's something deep within inside him that makes him more of a man. Yeah,
0: like there's a a demonic force that's like possessed his whole body and it's taken over his whole like body and now the the demonic force in him kind of just like uses his body and walks around and like like and he does that in the first movie but it's not really talked about but in in the second movie I w- want to make it seem like Okay, now now his body is completely taken over by this demonic force. And like I wrote this scene where <laughs> for anybody listening, uh, copyright, you motherfuckers listening. Okay, so I wrote this scene. <laughs> I wrote this scene where uh Philip's super possessed at the beginning of the movie because it's kinda like after the events of the first one, sort of, mm-hmm. but it's just like somewhere else and it's a different time, and so he I'm like sharpening my fucking fingers in uh, a pencil sharpener like all all my fingers so i end up fucking pencil sharpening all my fingers until they're like sharp and he he, like he's possessed so he doesn't feel it he doesn't have this like concept of pain so next you know so now he's got these fucking his fingers are like sharpened off so that they're like sharp bones Right, mm-hmm. all all the ends of his fingers are sharp, so they're like cl- sharp claws now, like sh- finger bones or whatever. Right, yeah. so after that happens, I like go out and, and there's uh uh this cup. It, it cuts from the scene where I'm sharpening my fingers, and it's like bleeding, and it's like really a gross, grosssome scene, but just like just kind of like it's like self torture sort of. So it's people would be like, "Whoa, what the fuck is he doing?" Sort of like it, like you know, just a weird horror movie moment.
1: So, well, like, if if people are talking about grinding it off, you, know what you should you definitely have to do. <laughs> Is since you're in Canada, and you're making it campy, the people who are watching have to be super Canadian. <laughs> Holy fucking, a bud! Oh, oh, fucking sorry! Oh man, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, eh? Let's go to the Tim Hortons and get a double double. <laughs> yeah, make make those characters watching who are commenting on it make them super Canadian. It's twelve thirty. You ready for a beer, bro? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Liquid lunch, there, buddy. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so for example, uh, there's a scene after that where I uh, I wrote like the, there's a, a it's a actually um when i started writing part two i kind of had this weird when i started writing it i i was thinking you know what fuck john wick like you know like john wick's cool and all that and he kills a lot of people but he you know what it kind of ruins the concept of horror movies and i was thinking all oh, like john wick has killed more people than michael myers like you know stuff like that that yeah. th- that shouldn't be a thing you know and so i i had this idea well if I ultra blood was like a failed melodrama, kind of like the evil dead, right? So I was thinking, well, ultra blood two should be like evil dead Two, Like, you know, when evil dead two kind of was like, it was, it was like it's back. And then it it was kind of, it kind of kicked the door down. Like,
1: don't forget us. Boom. Yeah. Kind of put it, put it right in place. Because the thing is, man, that I, I, I've seen from a lot of Canadian filmmakers, they try to make it too much American, which sucks. But when you like same with Hobo with a Shotgun, you know, when you like really say, okay, we're in Canada and we're going to make it Canadian. That's where it gets good, because it's you're not trying to go outside the realm of what, you know, it's going in the realm of what, you know, and making it the best that anybody can fucking do. So what I made
0: out for blood uh, I had this concept of the evil dead in my mind. Like, you know how movies back then, like, for example, there was long drawn out shots that were like, it took time to build, like you, you'd have to pay attention to understand stuff like that. Like those type of movies, they don't exist anymore. they we, we exist right. in a time we exist. In, and, and see, that was the concept of what I was going with for out for blood. Like I read this one review that the worst review I got was, uh, it says it's really good and then it it was like a kind of a backhanded compliment like in this uh article that was doing a review on me and it was like it it pretty much said my movie's really good and it finishes strong but there are moments where it's just a little draggy and it's just like uh the only reason a person called it a little draggy is because it was and at the time i i left a scene that went a little too long that i shortened up a little bit sure like, like just hearing it being called draggy, just a little bit, it it kind of insulted me because I I came from a time where movies were slow and you, you you'd actually literally have to pay attention. It was like a yeah, long yeah, drawn out process. The,
1: the suspense.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Th- I was trying to do that with the movie and that was literally the the worst thing that I got was one article review that called it Draggy. So what I did was I went and I I sat and I was staring at it and I was like editing again. I was like, well, you know, if I trim it here and I trim it here and I just shorten it up in spots, maybe it'll help with flow. So I kind of did that and now actually the the version that exists now in the editing program is probably the cleanest and best version of it and the ones that came out before are kind of like uh, a screener, you know, like not everything's like perfected. Some of the audio's fucked up and like stuff like that. Like it's still the movie. You can still watch it start to finish. It's still the exact same. It's just there, there might be like a split second of a scene that might be different or uh, uh, a cleaner transition or stuff like that.
1: Well, Uh, let me give you, let me give you an idea for the second one here. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I'm really stoked about this. And you can take it out. We're brainstorming here on the podcast, people, if you're listening. Just so imagine, the, <laughs> like pre- these are copyrighted ideas. Uh, oh, a shit. preview. Like say it was like you know, RoboCop, you know, preview or any kind of 80s where you have that certain kind of beat music, you know, closing on the city. Here, <laughs> okay, I'll grab
0: be- I'll grab my bass. I'll fucking I know exactly which noise you, you just
1: like, you know, in a keyboard. Kind of like that thing or something. You know that kind of stuff, and you turn like strictly like '80s, like '80s feel because that's what people are missing nowadays. I love that. Where it's like, (laughs) in a world, seen him before, but he's back for vengeance. (laughs) And you just, you know, make it '80s fucking commercial for the second one, where it's like Alpha Blood (laughs)
0: two. something 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 (laughs) the return of philip graves the (laughs) return of philip graves i was i I was even thinking of calling it something else instead of out for blood i was thinking about uh there uh, there was other ideas that i wrote down there was blood for blood and then oh no it'd be it'd be out for blood blood for
1: blood there you go
0: I don't. I don't know. I I thought blood for blood because uh the concept of part two is kind of like the human in him wanting back. You know, it's just like he wants to be his body wants back, like the human form. And Philip is like kind of like fuck you. This is my body now, sort of thing. And, and the the inner strengths and in Philip is kind of like no fuck you. I want like you're not gonna the evil isn't gonna fucking overtake me, sort of thing. And it's kind of don't, don't
1: glorify him as a hero. Keep him as a killer. I never said he was a hero. Don't 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 try to bring. Don't do a maniac cop too, because that was a horrible fucking film. Good grief! I watched that the other day. I was like, this is bad. I I kind
0: of want it to be that uh, Philip Graves can like the the concept of what I've written so far is that the first movie. Is the concept, it's just like, it, and then all of a sudden, the second movie will be like, the beginning of the second movie I wrote is a sl- small prequel to the first film. And everything that happens in the prequel will make you understand what happens well, in the movie.
1: I, I, let me give you just a little bit of a hint of advice, what I've seen. Okay, everybody tries to justify why Michael Myers who he is. Same thing with Jason. You know why Freddy is who he is? is because Freddy is just who the fuck he is. And that's what makes him so iconic above the rest. It's like, it's not like, uh, you know, let's make a movie where we have an amulet. Oh, all he wanted was to do this. No, fuck that. Just make him just like, fuck you. I'm coming back and I'm killing it. Same thing with it. Same thing. He doesn't give a shit. He's just going to kill and he's going to kill. That's, thats his role,
0: so the concept of Philip is actually that these people bullied him in high school, and that everybody that dies in the first movie was just someone that was shitty to him in his life so just this version of him that has come back as the killer is just pretty much like you said, just like on just like fuck you you're, you you can die you you suck you know it's just like you're in my uh Near vicinity, you're dead. It's just like stuff like that. Like yeah, I, yeah. Somebody, I,
1: he just sees somebody shitting, he just fucking kills him.
0: Yeah, he kind of has like you know like uh, uh what's the word like uh, uh morals? Yeah, for the way he kills. I, I was actually just looking for my fucking book where I was reading all the shit I wrote. Okay, so I wrote this fucking crazy idea and it goes a guy and a girl are walking down a dark path and suddenly the bushes rustle the guy the guy says to the girl what the fuck was that (laughs) the girl responds i don't know why don't you go fucking check it out (laughs) the guy goes over to the bushes to investigate as philip jumps out and starts clawing his eyes out the girl gets away as the beast rips and eats the skin off.
1: <laughs> so he, well, so he, I, well he, I got a, I got a line for you here.
0: It's just kind of fucked up. It's just like I have a, weird. you want ideas a nineteen eighties
1: campy line with that? <laughs> sure. Well they hear the noise, the guy has to be you don't see it, but it's that kind of out of frame. He's uh he's eating box, right?
0: <laughs> eating box, yeah. So he's like munching it out.
1: Right. And, and they hear the noise and he pops his head up and she's like, what's that? He pops it up. Like, I don't know. She's like, why don't you go check it out? He's like, all right. He goes, when I get back after checking out this bush, I'm going to finish that one off. (laughs) See, yeah. (laughs)
0: Shit like that. That's, that's hilarious because the stuff I wrote was just like, you know, jot notes, just quick idea. That's genius! Like, see something right there? Like, people. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good
1: 1980s corny ass line, you know, because Bush is the big 1980s (laughs) thing. Yeah. (laughs) Once I'm checking out this Bush, I'm going to finish that one off. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, Philip, I got about 35 seconds, and I got to jump off here. We're going to do a short one tonight, but we'll be back Monday, full two hours.
0: And I think that was good enough for everybody. Now they, now I'm fucking starting to think I should just write the rest of this fucking script that I've been working on. Yes. It,
1: yes. Uh, you, you, have a, you have a plan. You have an idea. And I think it's going to work.
0: I have a bunch of good ideas for it, too. And uh, I don't know. I'll just end up working on it eventually. I just haven't had the time to actually just get creative with it. But, yeah, so that was the fucking uh, Heroes from the Sky for this t- special Tuesday night edition. And, uh, yeah, what do you think, Brent? You can take it away.
1: Well, I miss you guys. I'm sorry that I have been absent for so long. I was sick, and when it comes to work, work has to happen. But until next time, you guys stay groovy.